Welcome to episode 136 of Telepractice Today with Kim Dutro-Allen and Dr. Todd Houston. Hey, welcome back to another episode. We hope that everyone survived the Bermuda Triangle that is the week between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> someone compared it to that I was like yep that makes sense so and that you're ready to go for another year uh, one thing tip that I have is to make sure if you're using zoom as your teletherapy platform um, to make sure you're keeping it updated because they're always adding new things one thing that I noticed the other day was now when you screen share there's a little button at the top of the screen share that gives you like a little preview of what your screen share looks to the the other person. So I so helpful and so great. I had students that were telling me, what are these gray boxes on top of the screen? And I had no idea what they were talking about until I, I think it was when I logged on from another computer and I could see that wherever our video was, it was kind of graying out the screen when I went into free, full screen mode with videos. Um, so just being aware of like things like that and what your screen share looks like, but that they've added that tool on Zoom is very helpful to know what your screen share looks like. When, And just the worst thing ever is when you go to log on for a session and then Zoom tries to update. Oh, yeah. That's and you're like, times. you know, texting or emailing people saying, I'll be there in just a minute. My Zoom right. is updating. So, you know, kind of maybe make it a routine that you do it last day, you know, after your last day of work of the week or something like that, or just turn it on automatically, make sure you're keeping Zoom updated. Yeah. Uh, and the getting on the, the, the list of the email list or whatever, or, or just having a, a way of checking to make sure you have the current version, mm-hmm. whether it's Zoom or some of the other platforms that are out there, you right. know, making sure that you're getting those regular updates because things get changed and added all the time, as yep. we all know. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, I did read a little today about uh, the new bill that has just gone through Congress. This is the Appropriations Bill, Omnibus omnibus Bill. Um, and in it had a lot of telehealth stuff. One of the things was to extend the public health emergency through the end of 2024 which effectively keeps a lot of the telehealth, telepractice uh, rules in place. They uh, wanted to keep most of it uh, in place and still going. So I think that helps us uh, continue to prove the effectiveness of, of telepractice, of course. I couldn't find in the bill if it addressed anything related to speech language pathology or OT or PT Specifically. or... Mm-hmm. Specifically, it was just more general in this little write-up that I have. But hopefully, Asha will send out something soon. I'll have a little more information about what it may cover or or continue to support. So at least there's still, at the federal level, still support for telehealth. And we have to keep making sure that they understand why this is important. So that was a, a positive aspect of some of the things happening in Congress. And speaking of positive, we do have a, a really upbeat person who's on and very positive, Brittany Williams uh, from Eluma Therapy. 
She's joining us and she's going to talk about Iluma and some of her work that she's been doing as a recruiter. And if you want to know more about Iluma, please stay around and hear what she has to say. There's a lot of great things happening there with that company and it may be an opportunity for you. Yeah, great. Well, Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Can you share more about your background? Yes. So I am a Kent State graduate, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I know, I know, a little little tiff there. But mm-hmm. um, also, I so I went to CODA school and I started, gosh, I think I graduated in 2015. We moved to Colorado and I actually... Um, was seeing patients in Ohio before, and it was home health. It was adults with disabilities, which was actually my favorite. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of outpatient as well. And then we moved to Colorado and it was really hard to find a job out here. And we're actually, we were driving through the mountains and I got a text from a friend and was like, Hey, my internet's bad. How's your internet? (laughs) <laughs> it was like, we have good internet. Why? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and she's like, I want you to take over my job. Wow. And I'm like, well, what do I need? Why do you care about my internet? She's like, well, <laughs> what is this job? <laughs> <laughs> right. What is this job that you're talking about? Um, and she explained to me it was with um, a company. It was called VST at the time. And now it's Iluma. And she said, it's teletherapy in a school. Um, the kids are in Nevada. I said, but I'm in Colorado. She said, that's fine. Um, and that's kind of, that's how I got here. This is, that's my, you know, how I discovered teletherapy kind of story. Um, but also I said, how? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So how, how I think that's work? what most people think when they think OT and telepractice. They think mm-hmm. how. So I, we would love to hear that answer of how you figured out how. <laughs> I had a really great OTR. Um, and then, you know, I just sat in a couple sessions with her. And I said, oh, it's the same. But I just have to use my voice a little bit more. Right. I have to communicate a little bit more. Um, so I had to learn how to be a little, well, a lot more clear and direct, more bossy, more bossy. (laughs) (laughs) I picked up on that. No. And, and I'm the oldest of four. So that was really hard for me to do. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I got going and you do, I mean, you guys know you have to have a little bit of creativity. So it was Hey, save the toilet paper rolls because next week we're making little characters. We're, I need construction paper. I need glue. Um, and mom, I need you to sit on your hands because you're not allowed to touch. <laughs> I like so, that. So when you were in school, did you did you get did anyone ever mention telehealth or telepractice? Um, no, nobody no, did. Just, really, um, I. I think when I was in school, it was more telemed. It was kind, you know, up and coming. Talk to your doctor, but right. no, it wasn't. It wasn't a thing. 
because I was like, what am I going to do on the internet <laughs> when my friend texted me? <laughs> right. So as, as you uh, were um, starting telepractice, did your friend coach you at all? How did that go? She just said, here's, no. here's the account. Here's, here's how you get hired at the company. See ya. <laughs> So she put me in contact with the woman at the company, of course. Mm -hmm. And I actually interviewed with Jeremy, who is the CEO, because um, mm -hmm. we were, it was little back then. And it was, okay, great. Let's do this. Um, you have a computer? <laughs> well, yeah, because that's how we did the interview. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, checked the internet. You did all the basic um, tech checks and here's your caseload. Here's your contact. Um, did some introductions and just, I had one school. Um, I had maybe four contacts at that school because they had, um, each student, well, mm -hmm. each pair, I had a couple students and I just built relationships and we made it work. And that was my first year. Yeah. Right. And that's what I was going to ask when you're in a school and you're doing the occupational therapy, how important is that? They're called different things, e-helpers or primary support person. How important is that person when you're doing occupational therapy? I mean, that is the most important person because with OT, you need stuff. Yeah. Like, I, mm -hmm. I mean, and I, and you have to communicate with everybody differently. So if you have multiple e-helpers or paras, like you got to get to them differently. Like I know I could email this person. I could text this person. I could talk to this person this way, but this person I can't. Mm -hmm. um, some were better than others, of course. Um, sure. <laughs> I like just trim around the shapes for the kiddo and, they're like, how's this? And I'm like, no, you weren't supposed to cut it out. I know you could cut out a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kid needs to, the, the student needs to cut out the triangle. <laughs> yes. But talk about like the most important staff member um, for teletherapy for you and right. for the kid. It's Seth right. Para that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that because you need stuff. A lot of. You can't teach kids how to do things with their hands when they're only on the screen. <laughs> like, you know, we have a lot more leeway with that with um, speech therapy online. So any tips for how to like figure out and develop those relationships with those paras? Well, for me, it's a little funny because my brother will say, I don't know why people like you, Brittany. No. Um, <laughs> because... <laughs> So it's e because it's easier for me to talk to people and mm -hmm. kind of, and talk about their interest and what they like to do. And I, because I don't know if that's the former waitress coming out with me or of me or what it is, but um, that's, it's easy for me to build relationships. I don't know if that could be taught. <laughs> it's a soft right. skill. One of those. The soft yeah. Skill, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that you brought up something really good in there without meaning to or knowing that you were is letting other people talk about themselves and not and forming that relationship where you ask them questions and you get to know them. And I think that also helps you know where they're at 
that as far as like, are they a person that, you know, you have to say exactly how to cut out the shape or you can just say cut out the shape, but not all the way. (laughs) Well, exactly. And people like, for the most part, to talk about themselves. Right. Especially men, I think. Right. (laughs) (laughs) This is a dating tip as well. This is turning into a dating show. So, uh, you know, get the men to talk about themselves. And that's that's always good. Right, right. Ask them, oh, you know, what what shoes are you wearing today? Are those new? (laughs) But yeah, just asking people how their weekend was and just remembering um, and making, making, I mean, just caring about the other person that they're not just your helper. Right. Because then they will go above and beyond and come with more ideas. And they feel like you're open to hearing more ideas um, about, you know, hey, they got this for Christmas. Do you want to, you know, incorporate this into the OT session somehow? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's, why not? Um, but yeah, I I mean, there's times where like, you need them to open up glue. <laughs> and they might be sitting there still and the kid's struggling, open the glue. And I'm like, oh, they get stuck. And they're like, oh. <laughs> so you don't always have to be, you know, some people you have to be very direct with, but right. the others, you know, you could joke and, you know, they pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you did the school, that school for a year. Is that right? I did that school for a year. So that was a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. And then from there, where where did you where did this telepractice telehealth journey take you? Yeah, so I never left Eluma because it's my mm-hmm. happy place. Sure. Um, I've always been treated w- really well there, and I did a couple more years. I had virtual schools. I had more brick and mortar schools. So I had some Ohio kiddos. I had California kiddos. I had Nevada kiddos. Um, I never had. Colorado kids, even though I was in Colorado the whole time. Um, And then actually an opportunity presented itself and it was a recruiting opportunity. And I said, well, that sounds fun. Mm -hmm. So now I'm actually one of the recruiters at Eluma. And so do you focus, I would assume, just on on CODAs or or anyone? No codas at all. <clears throat> oh, interesting. <laughs> no codas at all. I know. Um, C-O-T-A, not, and I was at ASHA and I learned mm-hmm. um, I am not the other coda with a D. The D. The, the T, D. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a, that people were looking mm-hmm. at me like, oh, well, you speak really well. And I'm like, huh? I know. <laughs> yes, I understand. <clears throat> yep. I didn't understand, but now I do. Um, (laughs) so no so i um i'm actually covering the midwest and the southwest territories but all disciplines so school psych slps um any mental health a little bit of pt we have Mm -hmm. and a little bit of ot but it's mostly speech okay and so are those the areas you think the company is moving into growing adding all of those disciplines I would say speech and mental mm-hmm. health. And okay. Really, mental health, there's been a lot, a lot more. 
Yeah, I see a lot of people um, when they're talking asking about teletherapy jobs that they'll ask if there's certain places that they should go and get a license in certain states. What do you see as that are growing? And do you suggest people come to you with a license already or kind of approach a company and then see where to get a license? I say it's a little bit of a matchmaking situation um, because some states take a lot longer. Um, Utah is fairly quick. They'll have that in a week. I see Nevada have it in less than 24 hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but for growth, I California, Texas, and mm-hmm. Kansas. Kansas is huge. I don't know why, but we have a lot going on in Kansas. Um, as well mm-hmm. as, I, I know. <laughs> Nobody ever thinks about Kansas, but it's, it's definitely right. a busy state. I mean, that, yeah, the California... Yep. California and Texas were at the top of like my list that I was thinking of, but I would not have put Kansas on there. Mm-hmm. In Texas, it's, I, I don't know what happened down there, but these, well, I kind of do know what happened down there. Um, there's a lot of over-identification of students for speech services and a lot of bilingual kiddos and there's just not enough SLPs there to help them. Um, so there are a ton of kiddos that do need help. It's and exited from speech. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep them for 10 years, right? No, don't keep them for, not if they don't need it. Yeah. Not if they don't need it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing. And so how, how, so uh, Kim asked about the, the licensure issues, mm. but if you were going to interview the ideal candidate, what would be some of those qualities you would look for? Maybe on the resume as well as you interacting with them. So I love to see a list of what licensure they do have. Okay. It's, it, it's always great if they have it already. Um, mm-hmm. Schools tend to want services to start ASAP. Yesterday. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, but but we can't do that. We have to find somebody first. Um, school experience, um, of course, if we are, we do school-based therapy. Attending those IEP meetings or those ARD meetings, that's what they call them in Texas. And the case management of the speech-only students. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I've talked to people like, I I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm like, I get it. I don't want to deal with it either, but it's a school-based position and you have to do it all. Right. So that may, I mean, writing the IEPs, writing goals, Mm -hmm. attending meetings, the whole, the whole. Running the meeting. Right. Everything. And then they would have a few licenses under their belt for sure. That always makes the process easier for them to get another license because they've already been through a couple different states. Um, Mm -hmm. I do have people who have never gotten a license in any other state and it's intimidating to them. I'm like, Oh no, it's not a big deal. You just fill out the form. Right. (laughs) They might want a background check. Um, So I do recommend people like just check out a couple different states because they are all different. Right. Oklahoma is kind of different. They want two letters of recommendation. Hmm. 
Interesting. So two references from SLPs. Um, Wendy at the board in Kansas. Awesome. She she's like, I got you. I got <laughs> you, it. Right you know here. her by first name. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. That's awesome. And you, you had a, an issue, didn't you, Kim? And you were going to North Carolina way back in the oh, day. Oh, yes. That was my first um had just graduated and was going to go get my license. I was in Utah, but was going to go get my license in North Carolina. And um, they had completely different requirements that ASHA just has a lump of, you have to have like 400 hours or something like that. And most states just keep that same requirement as well, except for North Carolina. And North Carolina wanted you to have so many hours of treatment it, it was broken up by adults and kids and then articulation and language. Well, an articulation test takes about 30 minutes where a language test takes about four hours sometimes. <laughs> right. So I had like these weird holes in services. So I was, I think I went back to my hospital placement for a weekend to get some more hours and I would technically already graduated and had to beg the university to still put it on my transcript even though I had already graduated and it was a nightmare so <laughs> and then I think when I was in they wanted my license from um, North Carolina and I was like well I haven't had that in like five years they're like it, it's we still want um, a copy of your license and that you were in good standing and I still had problems with North Carolina because they <laughs> had no like I think they only could fax it to me. Like they had no concept of like how they could electronically send it to me. And this was in like 2015, no, seven, <laughs> 16 or 17. But they like, it, they had no concept of how they would send me a copy of that if they couldn't fax it to me. And I was just like, oh, North Carolina, <laughs> you're still killing me all these years later. <laughs> So that's oh. a warning. That's a warning if anyone's thinking of licensing in Cal in North Carolina that it will be easy like everywhere else. You might want to check into that first. And I think that they actually, because of my experience, added an assignment to one of the classes at the university of assigning everyone to look up different state qualifications mm -hmm. and if they were the same and what they would need. And they added that assignment because of me. <laughs> Well, it's, it's crazy out there. Yeah, it, it really is. is. Yep. Yep. And there's funny things like mm -hmm. I still, California cracks me up because they make you take a tuberculosis test. Oh, yeah. Before they do. you can get a license there. And they still haven't caught up to the fact that, like, I will never physically be in your state to give somebody tuberculosis <laughs> and they don't care. <laughs> it's, it's, and you wonder, like, well, why? Like, why? Mm -hmm. Who came why? up? What person came up with these requirements? Like, right. I'm not there. And, and with North Carolina, like, did you call and say why? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't care. It's <laughs> just the way it is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think it's Louisiana. They have a teletherapy license. Mm -hmm. And it's Separate. like 50 bucks. That's all yeah. you need. Your out-of-state teletherapy license. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, they're, well, that makes sense. Yeah, they're a good I model. Like that. <clears throat> so I think I think the the compact has looked at some of the stuff in Louisiana. You just have to sort of register for with them if you're out of state, and and 
and fill out their form and give them 50 bucks and then you can practice. Right. So I, I think the compact that's happening around the country with what 23 states now, I think is what I heard at ASHA. Uh, I think we'll end up with something like that, that you can be licensed in one of the other states and then you have to pay a fee to have it processed, but you then get uh, registered as they call it in, in the state you want to practice in. Mm -hmm. Um, And as long as you're registered and you're on some list and they know who you are, then you can, you're good. Yeah. You don't have to get a full license. So hopefully that's, that's still going to, continue to move forward. And I think, I think this year, uh, well, 2023, not quite this year yet. Although when this airs, it'll be January 1st. So oh my gosh, year, how exciting. Yes. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna start off the year with, with, oh with my this God. bang, <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> so uh, yes. So this year of 2023, we hopefully will have some of that worked out and um, understand what those those things are going to require, what those requirements will be. be I'm good. excited for it. It'll be, yeah. yeah, it'll be great for, and not just a therapist, but like, there's so many Schools. kiddos, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. on the struggle mm-hmm. bus, like just trying to get the kids what they need. Yep. Um, yep. So I, I hope it does move quickly. Yeah. So, so Brittany, when we have teletherapy companies on here, we always give them a chance to kind of pitch why, why sign up with Eluma? Why you guys? Oh my gosh. I've been here for six years. I've been through a brand change, a name change. I, I love Eluma. Um, so we do, you know, we use Zoom, which is super easy, super friendly for, you know, it's not crazy so mm-hmm. we keep it simple i think um we try to be very transparent about what your opportunity is right what the school mm-hmm. is how many kids how many hours you know what those hours are dedicated for um any i mean i try to lay it all out i'm like okay there's 25 kids it's 12 and a half hours 30% for indirect time. So, and, and make that match, right? I don't want it to be a bad fit. I had somebody mm-hmm. who she really wanted to do teletherapy, but she really wanted a full-time caseload, no case management and Arctic only. And I was <laughs> very honest. <laughs> very honest. It's good to want things. <laughs> Good to have goals. And it's wants. good to have dreams. And yeah. <laughs> I love hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. right. Um, but I was instead of just trying to get her to fill a need, I really was like, I'm so sorry. We don't get to pick the kiddos that the school needs us to to provide services for. Right. Um, all the kids need help. These are the ones they identify for the caseload, and these are the ones. Um, so, unfortunately, instead of just you know trying to weasel her in, I was, you know, open and honest with her and saying, "I'm sure. sorry, I don't think it's going to be a good fit." And that's what, and it's yeah. not just me. The other you know recruiters do the same thing. We're not going to mm-hmm. put anybody in a bad situation. 
right. on purpose. Right. And sometimes you have to walk away, you know. Exactly. Um, I had a conversation recently and it it wasn't a good fit. And I said, let's talk about this. Is this still a good fit? I have a dog that has to go out. That's, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Can we pause? <laughs> yeah, let's pause. pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. So what else about Iluma should people be interested in hearing about? Well, I think one of the good things that we do is we do write the hours into the contract. Um, of course, you know, cancellations happen, but we do reimburse for those as well, unless it's above 24 hours. Um, so that's good. There's indirect time in there that you get paid for. Or you get paid for everything that you do. There, We do have some evaluators, so PRN. If somebody's interested in that, they could say, hey, I'm available, but it's spotty. If you want to put me on a list, let's do that. So for those yeah. five evaluations, if anyone missed my song last week, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> could yep. have gotten some help with some of the one of those five evaluations I had right. last month. Exactly. Um, even if like I talk to people all the time who are just, you know, they're interested. They don't know a lot. All they know is what they read on the internet and, you know, what they say about the internet. You can't believe everything that you read on the internet. Um, So just, I invite anybody who wants to know more, just to shoot me an email, find me wherever. Um, I'm sure if they've seen me on the Facebook page and the LinkedIn, but I'm happy to answer any questions to just kind of, ease that anxiety of maybe trying it. Um, I have people who I have a two student caseload for somebody that we made happen. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. She came to me at the right time. We had a school come in and I was like, yeah, that was it. They just, I like, I like how you say that it's, it's almost like matchmaking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is. It really is. It's so funny. Um, yeah. That'll be my my second career. <laughs> you like long walks on the beach and right romance novels, oh. <laughs> pina coladas. Pina coladas. You know, yeah. that's is that the song? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, um, Brittany, thank you for for um, really discussing uh, Iluma. And and hopefully we'll get some, you'll get even more people who were, who will reach out to you and and hopefully become employees. That's that would be you know I welcome that. I love talking sure. to people. I do get a little chatty sometimes, so um, I do ask people to stop me, and <laughs> <laughs> and you know to get all their questions out. But this was great. Well, it's now. Time for the most important part of our interview. The end? (laughs) (laughs) No matter how much you want it to be the end, it's not quite the end. Um, It's what we call the moment of Zen. So we have three different lists that we, uh, lists of questions. And uh, list A, list B, and list C. 
and we uh, each list has 10 questions. So this is a way that we get to know our guests even more, even better. So all we ask you to do is pick which list you want, A, B, or C. Well, I have to pick B. Everyone's picking B lately. Right well, which is, we don't have to. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. B's good. I'll, B's good. Okay, good. B's yeah. good. All right. Good. I just, Brittany, B's for Brittany. That's what I went with. I think, yep. Okay. I understand your, your rationale there. So it's very simple. That's good. B, okay. So here we go. And you can answer these any way you want. So short answers, one word answers, or you can elaborate, whatever, whatever feels comfortable. Ooh, okay. Okay. Would you describe yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? I wore a sparkly jacket at Asha. Um, <laughs> I think that answers that question. <laughs> you wanted to be seen. So, I think I was. <laughs> I think uh, extrovert would be okay there. So next question. What's the best compliment you've ever received? I normally wouldn't say this, but um, my mother actually told me that I was a really good mom the other day. Um, oh, that's nice. Just. I made it, I made a, you know, a snow thing for, for my daughter and, you know, we were out there sledding and mm -hmm. she just sent me that text. That's nice. It's That's nice having one. that confirmation from your, from your parent. From grandma. See. From grandma. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, next question. Who has been the most influential person in your life and how did he or she impact you? Oh, are we allowed to cry a little? Is sure, that okay? Sure. Um, I have a late sister, and mm -hmm. because she wasn't able to do all the things that she wanted to do, that kind that gave me the, I guess, the power to do so. That mm -hmm. you know what, can't waste it. Right. I I also have uh, a a sibling that passed away, and it's um, I think people who've not experienced that don't understand how deep that goes. You know, it's that missed opportunity, you know, mm -hmm. that missed, missed life that ended too, too early. Next question. So what do people misunderstand about you? I think some of my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of just goes right over their head. Huh? I'm like, wait, I'm like, you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny. And most, most other people laugh. <laughs> I'm like, this is so funny. Why aren't you laughing? Why don't mm -hmm. you get it? Yep. I would say that would be it. So your humor. They don't mm -hmm. understand. It's uh, a next, special person. <laughs> well, does your husband laugh? Uh, laugh most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. If he knows what's good for him, he will. Right. All the time. All the time. <laughs> um, next question is, what's something surprising that you've learned about yourself? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> something surprising that I learned about myself is that I cannot do it all. Mm. Very good. 
even though I want to, and it's really hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do it all. Um, so recently I have probably within the year, last year or so, that's the one. Yeah. I think, I think we're all struggling with that whole balance thing, you know, life and yep. work and family and everything that gets. But I want to, I sure. want to do it all. Right. Sure. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to let go of the things you, you, you should delegate or just not do. Mm-hmm. I understand. Um, do you have a favorite quote or saying that you turn to from time to time? So there is one, and I'm trying to remember exactly how it goes, but um, give me a second. So it's something like they always say time changes things, Mm -hmm. but you actually have to change them yourself. Mm. Nice. Very good. Yeah. I got to figure out what that one is exactly, and I'll get back to you on it for sure. But that's one of my... (laughs) You can save it for our next interview. How's that? Yes. Um, How do you define success? Oh, there's so many different types of success, though. Oh, good. Good point. So that's that's a a trick question. Um, I mean, did everybody survive? Yeah. Right. Is everybody happy? That's um, that's my parenting level of success. Is everyone alive? <laughs> I still have three children. Great. Everyone's <laughs> <Success>. alive. <laughs> yeah, that's it's been a successful day when everyone <laughs> is still alive by the end. <laughs> um. Yep. So those are my answers for to that question. That, that sounds good. Um. What's the best advice a mentor ever gave you about work or life? Gosh, those are those really are the types of things that I kind of I forget. Um, but re- recently, one was mm-hmm. to to be yourself, just to be yourself, because mm-hmm. apparently it's okay. Yeah, I'm doing okay <laughs> at okay. it. Yeah, so um, being authentic. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like which I'm a horrible liar. So it's it's easy yeah. for the most part. Cool. And it's easier in a sparkly jacket. I was going to say, true. this is mm-hmm. where the sparkly jacket comes in. Just being yourself. <laughs> right. It just, it just helps the, the whole mystique of, of you, Brittany. Right? It, just, <laughs> just it makes people happy. It. Yeah, right? exactly. Next question, and this you can this can be defined in any way. Do you have a hack that you've discovered? So any kind of hack around the house, at work, doesn't have to be telepractice related or something you just realized, some new information that you can share. (laughs) I have a funny one that I, um, it was more like a hack that I provided to my husband. Okay. Um, Control V, which is Um, paste. On, on your uh-huh. on your computer. Yeah. He was like, what he was, was that? unaware? He was unaware of control V. <laughs> I'm out there teaching, right? Yeah. <laughs> control V. That was that was a hack I've shared lately. <laughs> 
We'll no take more, it. no more right click paste for him. He now can. He knows the shortcut. Right, right. And I'm like, do you know about Control Z? That was my follow up. <laughs> you had him eating out of your hand, didn't you? Oh my god. <laughs> little things. He was so impressed with you. Right. (laughs) So last question, if heaven exists, what do you want to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I mean, is it just welcome? That's the first thing that comes to mind. Well, I mean, I don't want to hear get out of here. (laughs) You made the wrong turn, Brittany. You see that fireman's <laughs> pool over there? You're supposed to take that. <laughs> Straight down. Oh, yes. I think welcome would be preferred. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Brittany's been great having you on. Good luck with Iluma and uh, all the recruiting that you're doing. And uh, I hope you continue to be very successful. And uh, do come back uh, this this year in 2023 and give us an update at some point. All right. I would love that. I want to thank Brittany for joining us on the podcast. And if you want to go check out what Brittany is doing, take a look at our show notes for this episode and you'll see all of her contact information. And maybe Eluma therapy might be in your future. Maybe you're interested in, in changing positions, changing jobs, and then they may have something to offer you. So check out uh, Brittany's information and then check out Eluma if you're interested. And if you don't mind, please leave us a five-star review on this episode. Anytime you can do that, it always helps us to get more subscribers and to spread the word of telepractice even more and even wider. So we really appreciate it when you do that. And as we wrap up, we'll be back again next week. And we just want to wish everyone a very happy new year. And we're looking forward to a wonderful, productive, successful 2023. And we just appreciate all of your support over the past couple of years, uh, going into our third year now with this podcast. And it means a great deal for to me and to Kim uh, for all the support that you've given us. And so we just deeply, deeply appreciate it. And we look forward to doing even more and having more opportunities to interact with you in this wonderful year ahead. So with that, we'll see you next week. Be safe, be kind. This has been a production of the 3C Digital Media Network.